Hi, sir. Uh, I brought you your coffee. Thank you. I really am going to need this today. We're, we're thinking of moving in a pretty big direction. Oh, really? That's new. What, yeah. what do you mean? How could, how could Comedy Central be moving in a newer direction? It's pretty much been the same. Well, it's been the same, but is the same always good? I, I, I've been thinking that comedy is not really our strength. Comedy is not the strength of Comedy Central? No, sir? no. Listen, you're thinking you're thinking in the past. Okay. What what is all the rage nowadays, huh? Diversity. I, okay. We're changing our name to Diversity Central. Why would you I don't under nobody's going to watch the programs anymore. Well, the point isn't it is not if people watch. The point is is if they feel good, if they're not offended. That's what really matters. But so, we we have all this viewership that makes us money. Why would you want to focus on diversity rather than comedy? That's exactly what a racist would say. Okay? The the point is is that we are looking at old office episodes that have been that are incredibly racist towards black people and minorities. And so that's why we are changing to diversity central. What episode are you talking about? Diversity Day. I love that episode and I'm black. Well, you're a white supremacist. Okay, sir. Is there anything else you need from me? Pumpkin spice latte. <laughs> Coming right up and scene. Welcome to the show, everybody. Uh, it's your host, Amla Epinobi, your co-host, Will Witt with PragerU. And we're going to get right into our first story. Uh, you're not wondering why we did that. I'm sure you've seen this story. This is out of Daily Wire. Here is the article. Report, Comedy Central cancels the Office Diversity Day episode. Now, if you're a fan of The Office, which Will and I are, I think Tyler is too. Tyler's here, by the way, sitting Everyone's in- Everyone's a fan of The Office. <laughs> Okay, it's not just us. I know, but uh, you may be wondering why why Tyler is in Taylor's spot. It's because Taylor is in good old Nashville because he's getting married this week. Uh, so Taylor will not be joining us for the podcast today. It's going to make someone a very happy man. <laughs> <laughs> Woman, just to clarify, he is straight. <laughs> Thank you. But, uh, you know, Taylor would be equally as outraged as we are over this because he, too, loves The Office. So they are going to be canceling uh, the Diversity Day episode, which what they really mean by canceling is they're going to be pulling it out of circulation for Comedy Central and it will no longer be rerunning on the channel. That is probably Diversity Day. That episode of The Office is probably the best episode of The Office. It really is one of the episodes that set them up for success. It's so good. Yeah, it's the second episode ever. I'm pretty sure it's season one, episode two. If I'm being, if I'm, if I'm, if I'm correct, and that was one of the best episodes ever. And it's funny because Michael in the episode, Michael Scott, is obviously saying offensive things and being stupid, and everyone knows that the offensive things and stupid things that he's saying in the show are stupid and offensive. And that's what makes it funny, is that everyone can come on and laugh about the stupid offensive things that he's saying. No one is coming on and saying, oh, the things that Michael Scott is saying is is breeding a workplace full of racism and no diversity. It's like everyone sitting there in the awkwardness of hearing him talk knows how stupid and offensive the things he's saying are. I know. That's the point. And, and that's why he's sort of disliked in the beginning of the, the office and, and throughout the series is because he says offensive things without thinking about it and he's not politically correct and it's great. They're not called collared people. <laughs> <laughs> that episode is hilarious. That's a but, great episode. Uh, it, yeah. it makes me want to watch it even harder. I know. I'm going to watch it even harder. <laughs> I'm going to date your mom even harder. <laughs> But no, I was really sad to hear this news. It's like The Office is one of those shows where you never expect anybody to come for it because everybody loves it so much. It's just a critically acclaimed uh, comedy series. But no, even that too can be canceled. Nothing is sacred anymore. Nothing is sacred anymore. Even something, I mean, 
man, I'm sure I don't have any numbers. Okay, on how many black people have watched episode two, season one, Diversity Day of right. the Office. Okay? I love how we know that that's the episode. We yeah, know. I know. Well, I, just know. <laughs> I don't have any numbers on this, but I'm sure that tons of minorities have watched that episode and thought it was like the funniest thing ever. Oh, absolutely. Indian people who uh, align with Kelly Kapoor and all the other people. I'm sure they think it's the funniest thing ever. Who is getting offended by this? I would like to know. I swear there's just somebody working at Comedy Central who goes through the episodes of all their shows. I can't wait till they do this with South Park, but goes through the episodes of all their shows and goes like, oh, that's offensive. There's one point. There's one point. And once it reaches a certain amount of offense, they're like, oh, we got to We have scrubbed this one. I want to find out who this person is and send them to an island to live <laughs> all by themselves because they are no fun uh, and they only. ruin everything. If only. But yeah, uh, it's just a sad day for, for comedy. It's a sad day for the office and I'm. Really sad to see this episode's no longer going to be airing. I'm sad to see it go too. What we're going to move best on. Boss. <laughs> Yet there's so much other racism that gets to live so fruitfully on the internet, and we have a perfect example of that. This is a video out of cut. Now, mind you, this video is from November fifteenth, two thousand twenty. So not exactly a year ago, but right around a year ago, this video came out. But I'll, I'll let you know the sentiments that are expressed in this video still live in our society today. So let's get right into it. The title of this video is, So What Exactly Are White People Superior At? You want to answer before the video starts? Yeah, I'll go ahead and answer this. What are, what are white people superior at? You can't label an entire race with a superiority in anything. So I'm going to already go ahead and say that. It's the same answer that I would give for white privilege. It, it simply does not exist. Now, are there certain white people who are superior at things that I'm probably inferior at? Certainly. Are there certain black people and Asian people and Hispanic people who are superior at things that I'm inferior at? Absolutely. But you can't give everybody in one race uh, a specific trait. That's yes. my answer. 99% of people are better than Amala at driving. Yeah, so. Accurate. Although I've never been in a car accident and I've never gotten in trouble while driving. So I don't know if that's true. I've done uh, both. <laughs> so <laughs> Multiple times. Who are you to talk? That doesn't mean I'm a bad driver. I'm not like, I'm, a I'm not driver. a horrible driver. It's just not the most I'm pleasant an honest, experience yeah, being in the car. It's not the you. most pleasant experience and I'm very unassertive. So wherever you're going, it's probably going to take me an extra five to 10 minutes. Uh -huh. <laughs> yep. Well, that's not worth it. I'd rather crash. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's play but the video. Let's get into it. What exactly are white people superior at? Oh, well, according to television, everything. A white man could fly. Even a white woman, she could be four foot one. She knew karate. She could take down 15 people. What? You're talking about Kill Bill? I movie, don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Well, that's that sounds like the scene. It's just because white people are portrayed as superheroes, which so are black people. So are people of all races. I don't understand that that argument, but they don't bring the most intelligent people for these series. Yeah. And in in Kill Bill, which she's referring to mm -hmm. when Tarantino fans know, there's also a black super badass chick who really good at karate. And there's an Asian. Asian. One. Yeah. 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 Lucy Liu. Like, what are you talking about? I know. Notice how they spelled, I'm going to go back to the video here. It says, we asked a hundred black folks and it's folks with an X because, you know, they just have to be, have to be on the fringe. They have to mm -hmm. subscribe to the leftist uh, spellings. Yeah. So because of that, I think you all can already tell where this video is going to go. Exactly. Yeah. But let's just watch it anyways. What are white people superior at? Man. Huh. Um. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God. What are white people superior at? <laughs> they, they just keep talking, mostly about their pets. White people love their dogs. Like, that's all you see. Cats. 
letting them get on your countertops while you're cooking. Yes, I get. That's true. <laughs> white people do that. And I have a gripe with white people doing that. But imagine if they brought 100 white people and asked them, like, what are black people superior at? And the white people were like, eating fried chicken, eating watermelon, rapping. And yeah. then people would have a problem. Playing basketball. People, people would have a problem. Yeah, but course. they get to come and make, make jokes at, at yeah. white people's expense because apparently you've earned that. You've earned jokes at your expense because of your ancestry. Just you wait, viewers. Because you love your pit black, you need to take it everywhere, like everywhere. I guess you know. Hey, emotional support animals. I guess. What exactly are white people superior? <laughs> Fuck, man! Like making cereal, casseroles. What kind of casserole? Tuna. It's always tuna. What do you mean? It's always tuna. Using mayonnaise in a lot of their recipes. Making bland food. Unseasoned chicken. How are you gonna start whole spice wars and don't even use seasoning on your food? I mean, come on. No, that's actually hilarious. <laughs> uh, you know what? I'm all for stereotypes as long as it goes both ways. As long as I'm allowed to do it to you and you're allowed to do it to me, by all means, stereotype people. That's why I love the Diversity Day episode from Comedy Central mm -hmm. and from The Office. It's just like, it's great because stereotypes are sort of founded in, in a basis of truth and they're funny. Mm -hmm. I'm actually very big on spices. Yes, you are. I am essentially the Silk Road of white people because <laughs> spices go in and out of my mouth <laughs> at all times. Just stop the analogy. It's I okay. just love spices. It's okay. I yeah. love spices. Okay? I, was, I was telling Will, we like we sort of pre-screened this video to make sure there's nothing inappropriate in it, and they're all talking about how white people don't season their chicken. I'm like, Will, you need to take a picture of your chicken next time you cook it because it's he seasons his chicken. I season my chicken to perfection. He does. It's good. Turmeric, Italian. All sorts. <laughs> All sorts, ladies and gentlemen. Exactly white people superior. Smelling funky. Santa Claus. Extreme water sports. Corn mazes. White people are great at having fun. That's a function of white supremacy because they just don't have as many stresses as we do. White people are very superior at their privilege and utilizing it. We do. Oh gosh, look at his t-shirt. Defund, disrupt, dismantle. Mm -hmm. uh, Triple D. I wonder what he's gonna answer. Something dumb. <laughs> that's the fourth have D. The privilege to do whatever and however we want to. What exactly are white people superior at? Uh, not getting arrested. Well, yeah, I was driving down the street with uh, down the highway with a friend of mine who was white. When he's like, I need to, I just want to pull over and pee. And I'm in the passenger seat. And I was like, please don't, because a black man thinks differently. If I pull over to the side of the road and pee, a cop is going to be right behind me to punish me. What exactly are white people superior at? Insecurity, pretending, fear, being fearful of nothing, being ignorant, blame, letting their egos control their every move, privilege, privilege, feeling victimized, playing the victim, congratulating themselves over shit that they're incompetent at <laughs> or that should have already been done. They're superior at being dicks. What exactly are white people superior nice. at? Oppression, gaslighting, lack of empathy, intellectualizing oppression. Did I say oppression? They're just creatively thinking of new ways of like always staying one step ahead of other people. We get rid of Every day I'm just thinking of how to stay one step ahead of black people yeah. because I'm white. <laughs> and I'm doing that 50% every morning when I wake up. The other 50% is trying to stop it. <laughs> Only one hand. <laughs> That's all I do because I'm evil. Oh my gosh. I need a secret layer. I, they think make it sound like white people have like a, a a secret villain layer where we all meet about the evil things that we're going to do. Right. Like, like uh, I don't know who's the guy from. 
I don't know. Whatever. Bad villain people in superhero. I don't watch superhero movies, okay? I think they're Like dumb. the guy from Austin Powers. Yeah. Yeah, like uh, Mike Myers. Yeah, his little lair. Yeah, mini me. <laughs> yeah. Dr. Evil. Dr. Evil. They think that we're Dr. Evil, but we're Dr. White. And we sit around and we just talk about whiteness and how we're going to impress black people all day. Yeah, and how you're just going to keep the race strong. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Just imagine if these things were said in reverse. I mean, unimaginable. Oh, yeah. The the backlash that you... It wouldn't even be cancellation at that point. It'd probably be like death. Somebody would probably just kill you. Black people? Oh, they're better at smelling bad. Right. Imagine if like that's something that white people said about black people. Right. It just doesn't. It would not fly. No. Wouldn't get off the ground. Garbage. Catchers, then let's just expand the police force. Like that stuff to me is wild. What exactly are white people superior at? Making us believe that we don't matter. Believing that they're superior. Feeling superior. Thinking they're superior. Thinking that they're superior. Thinking that they are superior. Self-delusion. Controlling the narrative. Believing their own press. Marketing of white superiority. Whether you are Republican, whether you're Democrat, whether you're conservative, like white people are really good at upholding white supremacy. How about claiming that, you know, they are actually a whole separate race when actually white DNA comes from the black female? So what exactly are white people superior? Honey, lying, stealing, and cheating, manipulating. What are white people superior at? Honey, lying, stealing, and cheating. You know? Amazing. They'll run up in your house and just steal your stuff. Amazing. Imagine if you said that about black people. Imagine. I know. Imagine if, like, me or Tucker Carlson... Or Ben Shapiro said, you know, black people are always stealing, cheating, and, and lying. Right. Imagine. Oh, you wouldn't live another day. No, because it's, it's a racist thing to say, to it categorize is. all those people like that. But you can come on and say, oh, white people. Yeah, white people, they're always stealing, cheating, and lying. You know those white people. Oh, amazing. <laughs> amazing. Thank you for what your a bravery. Warrior. It's like if you're so brave that you can come on and say that white people are doing all those things, is it really that bad for you? Right, right. And they, they thrive off of that. They thrive off the feeling of being oppressed. And other people thrive off convincing them that they are oppressed. And where white people uh, bear the brunt of this problem is that you get punished for your ancestors. So because you're white, because your ancestors, even if they didn't, you're just because you're white, it doesn't matter if, you're skin, if your ancestors actually enslaved people, if they actually did anything wrong, if they were actually uh, uh, colonialists, it doesn't matter. It's just because you're white and you get to bear the brunt of that and you get to bear the brunt of their anger, which is completely misplaced. Uh, and yeah, you, you have to go through this sort of bullying and racism. I come over from Ireland. Right. What? Where, who was I a slave with, eh? Right, exactly. Exactly. I, I was a slave. And they don't know any history. They don't know that other races were enslaved because all that they're aware of is uh, what they've been taught and what they've been fed through the media. Ancient Rome, for hundreds of years, had tons and tons of white slaves. Right. Nordic slaves. I mean, Germanic slaves, all sorts of slaves in their own empire. I mean, white people who were slaves. Subjugation and slavery is almost a societal standard as far as as far as empires go, as far as nations go. So to only when you hear the word slavery, think of America is completely wrong. Yet America gets labeled with it, especially since most of the slaves that were brought over in the transatlantic slave trade did not even come to America. Most of them went to the Caribbean for sugarcane plantations for places that weren't even, you know, England controlled. They went for other different types of countries and for other produce and crops and things like that they most of them didn't even come to america right and we are going to get into our our five minute video which features candace owens uh where she talks about slavery but that'll be down the line today let's finish this video up 
Manipulation. Withholding information. Lying. Telling lies. What kind of lies? Uh, the lies of history. They say that history is written by the victor, but the victor could be replaced by the colonizer. What are white people superior at? Conquering. Imperialism. Imperialism. Colonizing. Colonizing. Colonialism. Colonization. Colonization. They might be better at that than us and everybody else, really. They ballsy. They rose up all over the world. And they walk into everybody's house and says, oh, this is nice. I'm going to take your shit. And they have no qualms about it. They can take anything, baby. What exactly are white people superior at? They're real good at violence. Violence. Genocide. It's like stealing people's lives just because they feel like it. If you are white and you know this is happening and you say nothing, then you're a killer too. You are adopting. <laughs> what? What? I am a killer. Oh, Charge my... me for first degree murder, baby. I'm not going to play your games. It's amazing that they think that only white people were uh, colonialists. It's like amazing to me mm -hmm. and that, they, that they're the only people who went and conquered lands. We're not going to talk about the Spaniards. We're not going to talk about China. We're not going to talk about anybody when it comes to going over to different lands and conquering them. It's just talk amazing. About the, the nation of Islam, which oh, literally right. was in control of the Spanish peninsula for years and years that took over land from what you would call white people. I mean, just like it's all a Persian empire. All sorts of just places. The empire of Ghana in Africa. Black people in Africa taking over lands of other black people. I mean, it's, it's just like so basic on a historical level that yeah. it's mind-boggling that people have never even looked at that information. The hypocrisy is unreal. But they're the ones who will sit you down and say, I need to teach you something. You need to learn something. You yeah. need to re-educate yourself when they have no reference as to what they're talking about. Yeah. Like, well, actually, your hair and beard make you look white. So, uh, white face yeah <laughs> maybe i need to teach you something <laughs> let's finish this up finally final stretch a whole philosophy that says it's okay to do this and part of that philosophy allows you to be ignorant right and they're like oh i didn't know what exactly are white people superior at taking what's not there taking shit taking our ideas copycatting gentrification appropriating things that do not belong to them taking over other people's cultures and making you believe that they invented it maybe they're thinking of it as repurposing it's like recycling okay taking over didn't who invented glasses was it benjamin franklin who invented glasses bifocals, bifocals? not glasses okay you invented bifocals yes. All these black women are wearing bifocals. <laughs> is that cultural appropriation? I, I guess so. I guess so. It's That's so stupid. Is a white man made this invention for in in the 1700s in this country, and now you're wearing them? It's pretty pretty racist of you. Very black racist. Women. Very racist. I'm sure there's many other things that you can go and just look through the history of anything and be yeah. like, oh well, white people made that. So yeah. what are you doing? Yeah. Go and wear two monocles instead if you don't want to. <laughs> but I'm sure that was invented by white people, too. I don't know. We'll find out. Maybe we'll do a deep dive into yeah, monocles. Uh, into glasses. Yeah, we're going to do an hour-long segment on monocles. Coming soon, ladies and gentlemen. Watch out. Riddle and repurpose. As my grandma was saying, the white folk, they'll take it if you don't copyright it. They are very good at destruction of land, destruction of people, destruction of humanness. What exactly are white people superior at? White people are not superior uh, with anything. Nothing. 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 There is nothing. <laughs> nothing. I don't believe that they're superior in any way, shape, or form. Just because our skin color is different, you're no better than me. You're no smarter than me. No, no superiority there. Oh, what a pleasant video to uh, feast your eyes upon mm -hmm. and listen feast to. Feast your eyes. You must be full. <laughs> your eyes must be. I'm full of it. I'm full Thanksgiving of Thanksgiving dinner. They're full of something. 
<laughs> but uh, yeah, horrible, horrible. And to think that this is uh, that these people walk around, they walk among us, and and they believe this sort of rhetoric. This is what they're thinking in their in their heads. They walk among us. They walk among us. They're out there. They're okay? out there. They're out there hating on white people. That's black supremacy, if I ever heard it. That's wild. I just don't like that type of attitude about people. I mean, just the attitude that says it's okay to be racist to this group, but not okay to be racist to another. It's like being racist should not be okay for any group. Right. You shouldn't be racist to anyone. We're all the same. We're all made in the image of God. And for you to come and, and, and pervert that and say, well, white people are these horrible people, not even understanding history. Like, you have to have a, a quite a narcissistic attitude to think that you know so much about history, the world, and culture around you to label an entire group of people as killers, colonizers, keeping you down, uh, con constantly conspiring against you, plotting mm -hmm. against you. Like, you have to be an incredibly vain person. Incredibly vain while at the same time incredibly insecure. Yeah, and it shows you how malleable the human mind is. It's when you go through uh, histories of human atrocities and people being genocided and killed for the way that they look or what they believe, you, you think to yourself, how could anybody possibly believe in that ideology enough to go and harm people, enough to go and kill people, or enough to simply watch it happen and not care that it's happening? And this is how it happens. It's propaganda like this. And it shows that you can just say a lie uh, as many times as you want it, and the more that you say it, the more it becomes true. In people's minds and these people are all prime examples of that it's very sad mm -hmm. very very sad before we move on to our next segment which is an exclusive interview with an australian news reporter with rebel news by the name of avi yamini we are going to read some super chats we got a couple here from michael riley he says metal mike yes it is metal mike <laughs> <laughs> Metal Mike here. Happy hump day to all of you and your viewers. Cue the talking camel with the party hat. You guys and gals melt my steel heart when you read my super chats. Rock on. He also said, OMG, I am speechless. I wouldn't hold it against the stream if you don't finish this video. Frankly, I'm overgasped. It is. Metal Mike being overgasped. Never heard that one before. <laughs> it's, a, it's a hard it's it's amazing to watch videos like that and think that people actually think this and they actually mm -hmm. believe what they're saying. And that someone would take all of their answers and put it out. Right. Like psychopath. Yeah. Why why would you release that? You want people to hate each other? Good job. Yeah, you're That's fueling you're division. You're That's fueling exactly. racism. Yep. Another one from Min Drunner here. He says, if we are going to judge people by their ancestors, are we any better than North Korea? Great question. And no, we're not any better when we judge people like that. In North Korea, if your uncle from eight generations ago committed a crime, you are now being punished for it in the present day. And that's exactly what we're doing to white people in this nation. Their ancestors, e even if they didn't, may or may not have committed a crime. We're not going and confirming this. We're just looking at people based on their skin color and saying, well, now you deserve to be punished for this. And it is ridiculous. And it makes us no better. There's something to be noted here that when you see all of this and this racism that's coming from those black people in that video, and let's say, I don't know how many of you watching are white, let's say you're a white person watching this, do not let this deter you from being 
a person who looks at everyone for the content of their character. Because I understand that potentially you could watch something like that and that might turn you and say, oh, these black people are horrible. Black people are horrible. I don't want anyone to take that away from these types of videos because that's what they want to do. Right. They want to fuel hate within you and fuel a divide within you, okay? They don't want you to think that these people should be judged by their character or the things that they believe in or the values they hold. They don't want you to do that. They want you to be racist to black people, okay? If you're a white person, they want you to be racist to black people. And they want you black people to be racist to white people, to keep us divided, to keep us so that mainstream media and big tech continues to get tons and tons of views from political and societal people talking about these types of issues, okay? It makes a bunch of people money to have us be so divided. So don't let a video like this deter you from being a strong, resilient, not mm -hmm. racist person, okay? I, I know that somewhat that doesn't need to be said, but I just want to remind you guys that these types of things are there for a reason. People are pushing us this way and making us this way to divide us. Don't let them divide us, okay? Almost, she's black, I think, and we're <laughs> still doing this show. At together. this point, it's debatable, I guess, with my conservative values. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that's a, that's a great message to to make sure that everybody goes home with. Uh, now we're going to get into an exclusive interview, as I said, with Avi Yemini from Rebel News in Australia. Oh yeah, nah nah yeah, my going <laughs> exclusive interview, man. Yeah. <laughs> and we're going to play that for you and get you an update on what's really going on in Australia. Oh, I kangaroo might. <laughs> Yo, what's up everyone? Will Witt here, joined with Amala Bonobi, and today we have a very special guest, Avi Yemeni, who is an Australian correspondent for Rebel News. I hope that I didn't butcher your name, man. I would feel terrible about that. <laughs> well, I have an easy well, name man. to say, so, you know, it's okay, so n people never mess it up. But, man, we're really excited to have you here. Thanks for having me. So, you are in Australia right now. We just did a story the other day about Australia for about half of our show the other day, just showcasing the craziness. But it's not... It's not enough to just talk about the craziness when you're sitting here in America and a lot of the videos that people are referencing right now about what's going on are actually videos that you're in and that you've been actually really discussing. So what is it that you have been seeing specifically that is going on right now in Australia? Um, well, it's been an escalation over 19 months. People have, I think the first lockdown we had, the world kind of looked at us like, wow, Australia's getting a bit weird um, with these lockdowns and these curfews. And um, then suddenly the world kind of followed suit and it became the new norm. And meanwhile, the world started to learn to live with it because how long can you sustain that while Australia just escalated and became worse. And what you're seeing now is the outcome of that. So they've been chasing a zero COVID uh, cases number on our little prison island. And uh, that means that anytime mm. there's one case, one case in a city, they shut down millions of people, lock everyone down. Uh, and you, as you can expect, the, the people have had enough, especially in Victoria where we've been locked down for now, I think we're, we're at 210 days. That's in lockdown. In between that, so since the beginning of the pandemic, in between that we've been on strict restrictions, which means there's been only a couple of weeks here and there where we've you know been allowed to tr you know travel interstate and and often when you did travel you got stuck in in the other state so they've closed borders ironically during the pandemic uh, the Australian Prime Minister changed our anthem um, to be one and free instead of young and free to be more inclusive with the indigenous population which is a great sentiment the only problem is mm. he did it on the day that all the borders shut so you couldn't actually travel between this one and free state. We're, nor 
we're nor one nor free at the moment. Yeah. But yeah, the reality is intense. You come down to see the protests here today. Over the weekend, police are deploying um, pepper spray that we've seen before, but what we haven't seen till today in any protest. I'm talking about. I'm, I'm talking about protests where they the protesters turn violent and police have not deployed such tactics such as using um, uh, uh, tear gas on unarmed civilians running away. In fact, in, in some of the videos you see that I'm basically one of the only people there when they're firing this tear gas um, then and, and shooting rubber bullets at civilians that are just protesting for their freedom. Wow. When, when I go on the internet and see the videos that are coming out of Australia, I see a lot of Americans specifically in the comments sort of blaming Australians for the position that they're in right now. What is your opinion on that criticism? Well, we are a democracy, and that's the downfall of any democracy, is uh, stupid people get to vote too. <laughs> so there is a little oh. bit of blame to be placed. A hundred percent. The leadership that we have now is our fault. But in our defence, um, in many of these states, in fact, anywhere here, there hasn't been an election from the beginning of the pandemic, meaning... None of these governments have the mandate of the people for what they're doing. So I question if today there was an election. I think uh, lockdowns are highly unpopular, uh, especially for the working class, especially for the people that it affects, not the government. You know, the government in this period, in, in the last 19 months, the Victorian government, the government that has loves to lock people down and, and, and implement restrictions, they've gotten two pay rises, while the rest of the state is... Uh, you know, small businesses on their knees, working class, don't have jobs. People have been homeschooling most of the time. So, uh, yes, it is the it is um, certainly Australians' fault that they voted in each state and also federally. I don't think in federally we had much of an option because the other side, you know, you had choices between the two bads. But what you are seeing at the moment is the rise of uh, political parties that you would have thought were not really going to get anywhere. And I believe possibly in the next elections, you're going to see a rise of these uh, libertarian groups that are really pushing hard, um, where they're bringing people together who may not necessarily agree on a bunch of other issues. But the one thing that they realize is so important right now is freedom. What, one thing that I noticed, and maybe this is different in Australia because they've been going through these lockdowns and they're like, we're, we're sick of it, mate. We don't really want it anymore. Oh, not you know. the accents. Hey, mate. <laughs> can do a little accent, right? Yeah. No, but like some of them are sick of it. But here in America, I mean, we'll go on Twitter and there are talks from our politicians or business leaders, whatever it is, talking about more lockdowns, more restrictions. And the people in America are like, hell yeah, I, I, we need more of this. We need to really stop this. More lockdowns, more lockdowns. Are you seeing that in Australia there's still like a big herd of Listen, people? Listen, I do blame you guys. Whilst, whilst, we do, whilst Australians are to blame for the leadership um, before the pandemic, okay, I blame America a lot for how politicised the pandemic response became and those lines were drawn in America, which then just, you know, goes around the world. So, you know, it, becomes, it became this left and right thing um, where, you know, Trump said this, so that must be bad. In fact, we've got to ban it from the internet and anyone that mentions it is a crazy conspiracy theorist. 
and probably also a racist, alt-right, neo-Nazi. Forget about any other facts about the person's blood. And everything else, the other side said, that makes total sense. Um, and that's and, and that's kind of what you've seen here. It's translating in the fact that conservatives here, especially conservative governments like New South Wales, was very anti-lockdown until they weren't. And they, they still ended up being government at the end. Now they're, they're, they've been locked down, I think now it's nine weeks. Um, but they've got the most cases in, in the country. But it was from that, you know... We can't actually have the rational debates here because there's a line drawn. It's like either you're this, you know, lovely Biden-loving leftist that, you know, if you're not locking down, if you don't support the government in these lockdowns, you're basically killing grandma. And, uh, you know, uh, and on the other side, um, if you stand for freedom, you must be a fascist i don't know how that works but it is a leap that they make and it's gotten so much because of the social media censorship i mean that really seems to be the big thing because i'm like hearing the things that you're saying right now in this interview and i'm already wondering if when we actually post this they're going to be like censored and they're going to take this offline right. and say that this is false information and it's like you can't even have a difference of opinion about the lockdowns or about any of this stuff without it being censored i mean big tech made a trillion dollars during the pandemic by having people stay home and be on their phones instead of going to work. You think they want these things to end? Of course they're going to censor people who have a difference of opinion on these types of issues. And that really seems to be the main like politicization of this whole COVID pandemic, is that if you have a difference of opinion, you're not allowed to say it, so then you look like a crazy fascist conspiracy theorist, when in reality, you're just someone who has a difference of opinion. Absolutely. And I, like, I think it all actually started when Trump was saying certain things in the beginning and all they wanted, they were one track minded at the time and it was like, we need to get this guy out. Orange man, bad. We need to do whatever it takes to get rid of him. And, you know, calling whatever he said misinformation and banning anyone that says that was one way to do it. And I think you're right. I think after Trump was gone, they just, they're like, oh, this is awesome. Everyone's at home engaging in on our platforms, meaning we're, we're making money here. Um, so it probably is a, it's an, it's certainly an incentive to keep it going. And um, yeah, it, it's weird because I, I, I find myself now um, falling into believing more conspiracies. Than, if you asked me two years ago, we were like, you're crazy. Easy, man. Just chill out. The world is not that complicated. People are just—it's pretty black and white, you know. Whereas now I realise it's these conspiracy theorists were right. I—I I, I look back at the beginning of the pandemic when we were all a little bit nervous, going, "Oh, you know." And I was even sitting there going, "Oh, maybe Trump's doing—he's you know, probably going. He's—he's he's not taking this seriously enough, and you know, and." Um, I think, like, I interviewed some of these conspiracy theorists, and, and they were, you know, they were talking about 5G and some stuff, but a lot of the things that they did say at the time panned out to be true. Some of it, you know, you had to kind of break away from a bit of the, the crazy stuff, but a lot the, the, the stuff about freedom, they were spot on, and I think people didn't, didn't listen to them probably because they did, you know, they started pushing a, a, a bit of the, you know, a bit of the microchips and stuff like that, that people were like, oh, okay, maybe this is just a certain group. But everything they were talking about freedom and, you know, even the vaccines, they were talking about vaccines back then. I remember they were saying, you know, the way the media would paint these people as crazies were like, 
Okay, and they're going to force us to have vaccines. No one can, you know, the media will turn around and go, no one can force you in Australia to mandate, no one can mandate vaccines because it goes against our constitution. Here we are now, you know, a year later, and they're talking about how to mandate vaccines in all these different uh, places. You know, it started with, oh, we just have to mandate vaccines on the front line for frontline health workers and then, you know, police. And then, it, and now it's extended to the point where um, companies, businesses are feeling comfortable enough to say, well, if you're not getting the jab, you can't work for us, which was unheard of. And that was what those conspiracy theorists were saying a year and a half ago. Yeah, right. Turns out conspiracy theories are just things that are being censored. It's yeah, just things that people exactly don't like to is. hear. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I guess this is sort of unprecedented, so I, I won't be uh, you know, upset if you don't have an answer to this question. But where do you think this is going to go? Because I can only imagine that people in Australia can take so long of these extreme lockdown measures. I, I, it's hard, you know. Uh, if I would have made predictions half, half the time throughout this last year and a half, I probably would have got 50% of them wrong. 50% probably got right, and I was probably, those were the ones that I was probably a little bit joking. And so, I, I don't know, it's a bit weird because the next year we've got the, all the elections coming up, and you know, the polls show us that lockdowns are very unpopular, so I can't see how anyone's going to run on on a lockdown plan. And you're even seeing governments here um, that are planning to run next year, and whether it's state or federal, they're distancing themselves from their own lockdown policy. So instead of putting their own faces up, they're putting, you know, the health minister. They used to be the face of the lockdowns, and now they've, they're putting, you know, some of their staff, whether it's the chief health officers or the, they have now coronavirus... Um, oh, Commanders, coronavirus. Sounds like commanders. a good movie. <laughs> yeah, it's like starship troopers. Yeah, it's it's really great. So, it's, they're, they're doing all this kind of stuff now, which makes me think that even they know they can't sustain it when you're going into an election. But who knows? Because we were talking about that divide a minute ago. That that divide is the kind of thing that I also think, on the other hand, they can double down. So in in Australia, we've been seeing this war between states, which is a bit like what you've seen in America between Florida and the rest of the country almost. But this, this um, you know, you have the, the states that are really anti-lockdown. Um, in Australia, got, you know, our Florida ended up um, buckling and now is in full lockdown. But I still believe she is going to come out of lockdown first. They're just pushing the vaccine really hard. And then once they have the 80%, they'll probably actually keep what they're saying I, I'm predicting and they're going to be anti these lockdowns and that's what they're going to run on that was her thing the whole time there'll just be this you know two three months three months in the middle that she's like oh well we had to lock down there but they'll be really anti the lockdowns the rest of the you know the the rest of the groups will be going no you see where we really care about the Australian people uh, lockdowns is the only way we can manage these new variants and so um, I may be uh, filing for asylum in Florida and uh, I've got actually four siblings in Florida but if they don't let me because I have been deported from America for um, causing trouble for daring to come to talk to Jim Jeffries um, if they don't let me into Florida I am uh, filing for asylum in Afghanistan I hear they have a bit more freedom there than we do here. <laughs> 
<laughs> Brilliant idea. Good idea. Hey, man. We really I'll appreciate right coming in. on and talking to right us in. about this. <laughs> yeah, fit right in, man. Exactly. Hey, thanks for coming on, man, talking to us about this. You guys can find him on Twitter, find him on Rebel News, lots of good information. If you really want the truth about what's going on, check him out and make sure that you are following everything he's posting. Appreciate you coming on, man. Say my, say my name again. Say my name. We want to test him. Avi Yamini, right? Avi Yamini, right? There we go. Thank you, man. Appreciate it, mate. See ya. You just had to give him the appreciate it, mate. At the I, end my, of it, I appreciate you, you coming on the show. You just can't help it. You I can't, can't help it. I literally, I was sitting there the whole time. I was like, "Do I say it?" <laughs> I was like, "Don't say it. Don't say it." And then I said it. You just have the like, urge to do the whole interview with him. I know. Australian accent. You can't. Yeah, my maybe I had a little interview with him. Yeah, all yeah, yeah. Accent. yeah, yeah, no, no, yeah, no, yeah, my hell yeah. Before uh, we we move on, I want to read one more super chat. Uh, this is from Cybrov, who says, "You guys rock! Thank you so much." Sedimentary or igneous? <laughs> Same. That's question. your go-to. Yeah, it's Listen, your go-to it's one. It's funny. Now, if you guys like what we're doing so far, and if you like the stream, if you like our other PragerU content, remember that this month is fundraising month. And what are we doing this week? We are asking you guys for money because it is very important that if you like our videos, you like everything that PragerU does, and you want to keep our videos free so that you can continue to see us for free. There are like, for the amount of education that PragerU gives you, we have the five-minute videos, we have the book club, we have our show, we have My Man on the Street videos. We, we have, have PragerU Kids. We have PragerU Kids. We have Prager Force, Amala's new stuff coming. We have so much stuff, and you guys get it for free. Mm -hmm. You guys get it for free. You should be thanking <laughs> you should be very happy you get all this for free but the only reason why we can give you all this stuff for free is with your guys's continued support and so we are triple matching the end of this week okay you can donate today on pregu.com slash donate and whatever you give is going to be triple matched Ch -ch -ch triple yeah triple match just like that exactly so if you give a dollar uh that'll be three dollars matched and if you're like I don't even like this show. Why should I donate to you? Guys, we put out a new five-minute video this week, and it's featuring the one and only Candace Owens. And if you hate us, give us give us money out of hatred. <laughs> yes, please. I hate them. Leave us Here's a little hate money. message on the donation. You can leave us a message on your donation. Leave a message of hate, and mm -hmm. we will gladly take your money. Yes, gladly. Very I mean, gladly. no questions asked. <laughs> I'll show you a little clip of this video, and then we'll move on. And now for a brief history of slavery. Here's the first thing you need to know. Slavery was not invented by white people. It did not start in 1619 when the first slaves came to Jamestown. It existed before then. It did not start in 1492 when Columbus discovered the New World. In fact, when the intrepid explorer landed in the Bahamas, the native Taino tribe hoped that he would help them defeat their aggressive neighbors, the Caribs. The Caribs enslaved the Taino and, on occasion, served them for dinner. <gasps> slavery existed in Africa, Asia, and the Middle East. The word slave actually comes from the Slavs of Eastern Europe. Millions of them, all white, by the way, were captured and enslaved by Muslims in the 9th century and later by the Ottoman Turks. And we're going to stop it right there. That's all. That's You can go and watch the rest of the video. Go yeah, to Fragery.com.
click watch, go to our five minute videos, and that will be the latest upload with Miss Candace Owens. But you no, know, it speaks to what we were talking about earlier, is that when we think about white people in America, we think about white supremacy and enslavement and white privilege, when, when certainly uh, that should not be the only example of slavery that comes to mind when you think about it. You should think of the entire history of human civilization. I mean, slavery is at the top of the list of something that you should right. think about right. when you think of human civilization. But when you think about the ending of slavery, the only thing you should think about is white people. <laughs> because the West, in the UK first and then America afterwards, were the first people to ban slavery, ban the slavery of other people. So. Uh, yeah, think of think of those nations in terms of banning slavery. Exactly. And if you want to watch the rest of that video, go to PragerU.com, click watch here, <laughs> that will be our latest upload with Candace Owens. Should we address it? No, we shouldn't address it. Do you want to address it? Since you said, we should we address it? it? Okay, we're looking at it. you guys' comments, okay? And you guys, you guys are... I want to be honest, okay? You guys are being nice. I'm not going to say you're not being nice. You're comparing Amla to Candace Owens, okay? That is very nice of you. But just because Amla is a black female conservative does not mean that she is like Candace Owens, okay? It has nothing to do with each other, okay? Right. I just want to make that clear for people. It is somewhat offensive to say that <laughs> Amla is like Candace Owens just because the two of them are black female conservatives. If you like Candace, that's great. If you like me, that's great. Yeah. Two different people, though. Two different people. <laughs> boom, boom, it's boom. like when I was starting out and I was doing this, and I'm a straight white oh, guy, yes. but people said that every, I mean, when I was doing my Man on the Street videos starting out about four years ago, everyone came up to me and said, you're just like Jesse Waters. You're going to be the next Jesse Waters. That was the most annoying thing to me in the entire world <laughs> when people came up to me and said that. I was like, I hated that. And now I, nobody says it. Well, now no one says it. Now yeah. people look at other people and they're like, you're the next Will Witt. Yeah. And I'm like, no, I kind of <laughs> like And then it. they hate it. <laughs> and then they hate it, you know, because they don't want to be like this other person. You it's know? a never-ending cycle. Right. So it's you like, know? you know, you don't want to be compared to someone else saying that, oh, you are like this person, but not as successful or talented. Just like, you know, like no one wants to hear that. <laughs> it's like a, not a compliment to say, you know? I think it's been addressed. It's been addressed. Properly addressed. Amal, you are incredibly talented. Thanks, and, Will. And amazing in your own right. Thanks, okay? Will. <laughs> Anyways, couple of super chats here. Conversation makes me uncomfortable. New party gave makes us five dollars. I know it makes it makes Will more comfortable. Uh, new party gave us five dollars in a super chat. No message. Uh, Amanda Scott left a super chat, and she's asking: Are super chats uh, considered donations, and are they tripled by our donors? Which is a great question. That is a great question. Uh, they are not, sadly, unfortunately. You got to go to prayu.com/slash/donate to get the full effects of the triple match donation. Yes, got to um, go through our system. super chats. Sadly, don't go through PragerU. I mean, right. we eventually get the, the funds from your Super Chats, but they go through YouTube first, so they're not counted in our, our counts of donations for the website promotion of the Triple Match. Right. Now, we're going to get into our fun segment of the day right after this, which is a very interesting video that Will and I got a hold of, of Dennis Prager and Explosive. Alan Estrin, <laughs> who are co-founders of PragerU, arguing over pizza, of all things. Just you guys wait, okay? And Just it's a you heated wait. argument. I don't think yeah. I've ever seen uh, Dennis and Alan really go at it that much over a topic, and the topic was pizza. Yeah. <laughs> but first, I want to go through... Um, uh, just very quickly, our loser of the week, and that is a man by the name of Eric Prince. You might know him as the CEO of, of Blackwater, uh, which is really just this big military contracting uh, corporation. 
I think it's now called uh, Academy or something. They've changed their names. But he is charging people in Afghanistan, American people in, in Afghanistan, $6,500 per person to get a plane and leave Kabul. Mm-hmm. No, it makes sense. All they care about is money. And power. All they so care about sense. is money. A person who is a CEO who who has the means to get people out of Afghanistan, which is a struggle that we are continuing continuing to go through, and now have a deadline of the thirty first of this month per the Taliban, and he is charging six thousand five hundred dollars for people to get on a plane and get out of there. Yeah, yeah. Just don't think that these people care anything about you. Like don't like don't look to these these wealthy elites to do something to ever help you if it doesn't benefit them yeah okay? there are very few people i've met some i've i've definitely met and many of the great donors for prager you are people you know some of the people who are more wealthy who donate to us amazing people who put their their heart on the line and do something amazing to help people out of the goodness of their heart and then there are people who are rich wealthy elites who do not do that and will take advantage of people because of their position of power and that is the wrong way to live your life because you might have a good life this one, but your next life is sadly not going to be the same. Yeah, I was I was really disgusted to read that specific uh, article and go and go and read it. It is out of Wall Street Journal. We're not going to dive too deep into it, but a man who perfectly has the means and, and the cap- capability to get people out of this country is uh, charging them uh, mm-hmm. near near seven thousand dollars to get mm-hmm. out when he knows that they will most likely lose their lives if they're not out uh, between now and the deadline. So mm-hmm. disgusting loser of the week, loser of the year, loser of the century. Yeah. And it's like this 10,000 people as 7,000. What is 10,000 times 7,000? Oh, gosh, don't do this to me. You just add you just add the four zeros at the end of 10,000 to 7,000. So you're looking at what? Oh, goodness gracious. Add the zeros. <laughs> How much money is that, Tyler? You're in school. It's almost $10 million, isn't it? $10 million. Is it $7 million or $10 million? Sorry, $7 Someone million. in the chat, $7 million. It's $7 million? Yeah, in my head. I'm adding the zeros to the end. I'm pretty sure it's $7 million. It's a lot of money. 10000 Yeah. Hurry, Tyler. <laughs> it's, it's, I think, 70, $70 million. $70 million. $70 Okay. 70 million. It could also be 40,000 people. There's 10,000 or 40,000 people who are still American citizens left in Afghanistan. Amazing. And so $70 million, that might seem like a lot to you and I, but to Blackstone and all of these other defense countries, that's a drop in the hat. Okay. I know. That is nothing. Like just whatever. All right. You get it. (laughs) We could go off on this, on this whole tangent for a very, very long time. Don't let me. Don't hold me back, Amla. Hold, <laughs> hold me, me back. back. Hold me back. <laughs> but no. Uh, also, that was tragic. We should have definitely known that that was seventy million. But yeah. I could Listen, not. I don't do math. Right? <laughs> it's it's I racist talk, anyways. I talk for a living. It's racist anyways to do math. It's white supremacy. So yeah. it's honestly a good thing that we didn't get the answer correctly. It shows mm-hmm. that we're in touch with our leftist sides. Oh, so. I most definitely am. <laughs> now let's get into this funny video to hopefully lighten the subject matter up a little bit. This is Dennis Prager and uh, our co-founder of PragerU, Alan Estrin, debating about pizza on Dennis's radio show. In Montebello, California. Hello. Hi there, Lonnie. How are you today, sir? Uh, uh, today and most days, I'm really well. Thank you. Good. Glad to hear it. So, yep, I want to know. Since I heard you say before, pizza is your favorite food, and it's mine, too. What topping is your favorite? 
Well, I, 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 I do have an answer, and it may really, 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 really disappoint you. And here I will talk. I know. I will, uh, ironically, I will give you the dark side of my wife as well, as you okay. will understand in a moment. I don't want any toppings. I knew it. You did? I knew, I knew it. it. <laughs> I knew it. Was going to say That's that. funny. I absolutely knew it. I should have I asked you to predict it then. I, I felt. I, I, Darn, I could have won something. <laughs> yes, you could have. You know, no, it's absolutely lunch with uh, Sullivan. Yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah, yeah. Well, you're great. Thank you. I, I, I'll tell you why, by the way. I have, I have <laughs> as bizarre as it sounds, I have philosophy on this subject. I have a thought. And I totally understand people who like all sorts of toppings. I understand that. But then it detracts from the pizza. I, I can enjoy toppings. I love especially a bunch of vegetables on it and onion. I understand that. But it's not pizza any longer. It isn't. No, no, you don't agree with me. The living martyr doesn't agree. <laughs> Let's pause for a second. You can hear Alan in the background. And Alan, just for people who don't know him or haven't seen any videos with him, he is a very meek intellectual man who will sit quietly and he's kind of the the behind the scenes guy. He does all the the writing. He's he's a, a brain power to which likes I've never known, but he is not somebody who likes to get in the forefront and speak. Yeah, not so much. He's good at it when he does it, but yeah. he's not. Yeah, definitely not. So the fact that he stepped up in this debate specifically about pizza and is like, I want to hop in here is so hilarious. No, he's all about it. He's but all about it. What is your take on Dennis's take that if you put too much on a pizza, it's no longer a pizza? Well, I'm inclined I, to agree. I'm inclined to disagree. Okay. I'm inclined to go in the opposite direction of you, Amala. I okay. think that toppings make pizza better. I'm... I, in moderation, toppings are great on pizza, but if you overwhelm it to where it's like, I'm just eating toppings right now and that's all I taste. No, because the pizza's still there. Yeah, but you don't really taste it once you put a certain yes, number of do. toppings. Yes, you do. You taste it. <laughs> Apparently, this is a hot subject because... Well, don't be an <laughs> idiot, Amla. <laughs> <laughs> Let's let Dennis and Alan duke it out a little bit more before we do it. All right. Because he puts honey on his pizza. It's not an existential question. Pizza is cheese and marinara sauce. That's pizza. On, on, all right, put on his microphone. I can't believe it. We talk about every issue in life, and this is the one he wants to talk. Ladies and gentlemen, the next voice you hear is that of my producer. How can you say it's not pizza? It, it isn't. That may be the silliest thing that I've ever said. That you've ever said. Alan is so adorable. Uh, it's like it's saying a car is not a car because, it, because no, you put no. certain features on it. It's a car. Wait a minute. A pizza is, will you, are, is a pie. Wait, wait, wait. Will, you, will you acknowledge that a certain, um, at a certain level of additives, the, the taste of the pizza has been negated? Would you acknowledge that? I love that they're talking about this so intellectually. It's not an existential question. Would you agree <laughs> that after a certain amount of toppings, it negates the flavor of the pizza? That is hilarious. Well, once Alan... Actually, like, puts the hammer down, destroys Dennis's weak argument. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> no. Okay. Then, because then, then we, you then, can't look, negate no, no. the taste of the, the pizza. Of course, is you can the negate pizza. it. No, no. What, the what? pizza is not a, a cheese on on yes, it on is. dough. That is not pizza. pizza no, you're right. Is... You drop the you drop the marinara sauce, tomato <laughs> sauce, tomato sauce, or tomato and and cheese on. 
a uh, on on flour or whatever pizza bread is. That that's pizza. And so is pizza with sausage or anything else. No, it, you're right. It, it, but at a given level of other tastes, the other tastes overwhelm the original pizza. How can there you is deny no such that? thing as an original of pizza. Of course there is. You think when the Italians founded it, they, they stuck on pineapple? Why not? Oh, May- please. They don't have pineapples in Italy. <laughs> that proves I'm right. Oh, please. It, 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 stuck on olives. The first You have olives. no proof that oh, the first pizza God. did not have olives I on do it. have. I, <laughs> I got to pause this. I don't know. <laughs> Tyler's cracking up, too. Oh, Tyler's yeah. cracking up. I don't know if this is only funny because we know them well or if it's just funny in general, but this is hilarious. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's actually hilarious. I'm actually <laughs> laughing, and I never laugh. So this is actually really funny. Oh, we'll finish it up, hopefully. I do have. Who invented pizza? It's El Alberto Pizza, and, and and if you look him up, you, you will you've see read his uh, his, his biography and his autobiography, <laughs> both. I, I stand I, I by this. this. I stand I, by. No, it. Now I let me just say argument. the dark side of my this, life. I okay. won this argument decisively. Okay, right, look, I want you to feel that way because I'm into self-esteem, <laughs> but I want you to know my wife's dark side. She likes pineapple and onion. Now, how does that sound to you, pineapple? Sounds, sounds very good. <laughs> because I understand pizza, and you obviously don't. Oh, oh, oh them's fighting work. Men duels over things like that. You know, I'm that? prepared right, right uh, now. Uh, 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 step during, outside. Yeah, during the break, one of us will be returning. Catch me outside. I'm Dennis Prager. To hear Alan even utter the words, we can step outside, is the funniest thing I've ever heard. Over pizza. Over pizza, of all things. Oh, my gosh. Oh, but Alan's this right. This is how you know I actually find things funny. If I'm crying, you're funny. Oh, my gosh. Alan is absolutely right. Alan is absolutely oh. right. You're not negating the taste of the pizza. At a certain point, you do. No, you're so not. So Dennis is totally right. No, you're now, not. Now, Dennis is wrong in saying that, that pizza shouldn't have toppings, period. But... Once you have a certain amount of toppings. Well, no, he didn't say pizza like, can't, won't, can't have toppings. If he I said, go get a Greek salad, Will, and I take your pizza and I dump my Greek salad on it, and then you eat it, it's going to taste like Greek salad. It's not going to taste like pizza. But it's also going to taste like pizza. The pizza's still there. No. At a certain point, you can't taste the pizza anymore. Of course you can. And the whole thing's on the bread. No. Like, it's right there. It's, no. It, what is holding it into your mouth it's is like, pizza. Okay. We have a pizza shop that's near our office, right? When we go down there, if you get like a chicken parm pizza where they put like a whole breast of chicken on it, a bunch of Parmesan, all these breadcrumbs and stuff, you eat it and you're like, I'm not even eating pizza. I'm just eating chicken parm. But why why isn't that pizza? Because what what, the toppings on the pizza. Oh, got them. <laughs> no, Mama can't the answer. toppings on the pizza overwhelm the flavor of the actual dough and the the sauce and the cheese. Is that, and that's exactly what Dennis is saying. No, that's not true. <laughs> you can taste all of it. Maybe like, expand your palate. You are so wrong. No, At a certain no. point, you, there there can be too many toppings on a pizza. No, impossible. I love as many toppings. Like I'll go to a pizza shop, like Mod Pizza, like one of those places where you can put. Like you can custom create it, and I'm like bacon, peppers, mushrooms, olives, uh, the extra cheese, chicken, maybe a little salami, maybe some. No, onions. and that's fine if you're gonna do all of those in like a little bit, a little bit, a little bit, to where you actually taste the pizza underneath it. But if I go and put like a whole slab of salami on there, a whole chicken breast, all this cheese, and all this like well, vegetables, of course, if you put everything. an entire chicken breast well, on there, it's gonna be which is exactly what they do at the pizza place. No, it's that not. We're no one about. does that. Listen, that if you take a dump on a piece of pizza, it's not gonna <laughs> taste like pizza anymore. But if you're 
talking about just putting extra <sighs> toppings on it. It's going to be fine. You can put as many toppings as you want, so long as they don't overwhelm the flavor of the pizza. It won't. <laughs> if you're making so a pizza right, then so you're not going to overwhelm the pizza. Tyler, it's going to be fine. Weigh in. I want to hear from Tyler. Turn, I, I want to hear from Tyler. Weigh in. Okay. so Just tell me so, I'm right, Tyler. I know it. Amla's right. No, she's oh, not. Yes. Amla's he, not right. Yes, thank you. A couple a couple weeks ago, I was at California Pizza Kitchen with some friends. That's not real pizza. Okay, Doesn't matter. But it's, it's pizza. It's pizza. It's, it was a pizza. Yes. My friend got the. It was. I forget what the name of the pizza was, but it was like a full on salad on top of the pizza. Yes. And he ordered it so he could eat the salad separately and then eat the pizza. It was a, a mound of like asparagus and like all these greens. Jail. J- right prison. on top of the pizza. It was. It was. Listen, I can't help prison. that your friend is a psychopath, right? <laughs> who, who does strange things with his pizza. But that's still pizza. You can't. If it's made as a pizza and then they put a bunch of toppings on it, it's still pizza. Once you've overwhelmed the pizza, it's not pizza anymore. Listen, boy, that <laughs> pizza can't be overwhelmed. I'm going to make a t-shirt that says that. Once you overwhelm the pizza, it's not pizza anymore. And Dennis is going to wear it with okay, me. Okay, what does and it you turn Alan, into then? It turns into whatever you have on it. It turns into like salad at, at that point. It's like. It's like two separate meals. It, it honestly not is. Not if you're eating them together. <laughs> it is. I'm sorry, Will. I'm sorry. Uh, it doesn't. It hurts to be wrong sometimes. No, I'm not wrong. If you I'm had not- a burrito, a burrito is rice, meat, and beans. Okay, and if you have a burrito and tortilla, and you put a bunch of stuff in there, and you wrap it like a burrito, and there's a bunch of different flavors in there, it's still a burrito. Yeah, but that's because it's within the tortilla. It's all. But the pizza's within the pizza. Yeah, but no, how far does like that extend the- upwards? Because you could have like a mound of just like. We well, could have a massive stuff. burrito. At a certain point, you overwhelm the burrito. Like if I took a whole. But it's still a burrito. If I took a whole salad and I stuffed it inside a tortilla, it wouldn't be a burrito. Yes, it would. What do you mean it would be a burrito? If it had the ingredients of a burrito and you wrapped it in the tortilla and if then you I- ate it. <laughs> And you could still taste it's just a burrito. If I take a, a tortilla and I put one black bean, one grain of rice, and no, a little piece a, of cheese on there. No, but that's a bad faith argument. Because a real burrito will have the, the right Not amounts of the stuff. Just like a real pizza will have the right amounts of the stuff. I'm arguing that if you put more than the right amount on a pizza... It's not a pizza anymore, which is exactly what you're arguing. You said if it doesn't have the right amount, it's not a, bur- it's not a no, burrito that's anymore. that's not what I said. Listen, if the pizza has the right amount of cheese, the right amount of sauce, the dough's right amount of dough, it's going to be fine. And you put all your toppings on it, it's still pizza. You have to have the right amount of toppings. And that's my final statement, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, you I'm can decide in the yet. comments. <laughs> you want to you step outside? Yeah, let's take this outside. Alan and Dennis can join us. It'll be me and Dennis against you and Alan, and you're going to lose. No, Alan and I have agility. And speed on our side. Pull up the picture. You uh, might have power. Pull up the picture, Tyler. Look at look at Alan and Dennis. Okay. That's what I'm saying. Agility. Dennis right? has got reach. Alan can maneuver. Dennis He's has got the weight Dennis behind out. him. You know, if Dennis came at you full speed, you're done for. I know, but if you can dodge him that one time, <laughs> he's going to, like, go through a brick wall. Whereas Alan is going to be so quick and speedy. Okay, well, maybe this is our next vlog. We test it out. <laughs> Who wins in a duel with Amala and Dennis yeah. versus Will and Alan? Yeah, it's like people asking, like, gorilla versus black bear, and it's <laughs> Alan versus Dennis. <laughs> the next one hilarious guys i hope you enjoyed the stream please like subscribe click the notification bell if you want to be notified when we go live every day and if you want more convenience in listening to us you can go to spotify apple or google play and please leave us a five-star review if you do so that more people who may not have seen this podcast before will see it go on instagram 
and send Amala hate messages about how bad her pizza. Oh, please, choices please are, do. Okay? My Instagram is at the Amala Epinobi. Uh, you can only send me messages if you follow me. Yeah, and then follow PragerU.com/slash/donate and give money <laughs> if you agree with me. <laughs> also give money if you agree with me. Also give money if you disagree with me. And also give money if you disagree with Will. Just mm-hmm. so we cover all the bases. Mm-hmm. It's like a Punnett Square. Yep. Donate. Four spots. Donate today. Yeah. And it will be tripled this week because it is triple X week. We will triple whatever donations you give, Prager. I'm yeah. going to have the best pizza of my life. And I'm going to stack it with as many toppings as I want. Okay. And still taste the pizza. Okay. Okay, sure. Okay. You do that, Will. I'm going to have a typical sliced pepperoni, and I'm going to be living my life. Pepperonis are disgusting. I don't eat pepperonis. See, it's like you can't trust the man. It's like you can't. I'm fine with pepperonis on a charcuterie board with cheese and crackers. That's fine. That tastes good. But pepperonis on a pizza after they've been cooked in the oven with the grease just tastes really bad. If you ever needed to know whether or not you could trust Will Witt, all you need to go is just like rewind like 10 seconds there, listen to that statement on a replay, and you'll know you can't trust a single word he says. Pepperonis are disgusting. At least when it comes to food, you can't trust a single word. I know a lot. (laughs) I know a lot. Uh, Guys... Uh, we're gonna be we're gonna be off tomorrow. Yeah. We're we're heading to Nashville. To, but we're still to go gonna to have a show. So guys, tune in at two thirty tomorrow. We're still gonna have a show. And we're yes. still gonna have a show on Friday at two thirty as well. That's five thirty p.m. Eastern. We love you guys so much that we recorded the shows for you, and they are ready for you, and they are gonna play at two thirty, just as promised, tomorrow and Friday. Yep. See you guys then. Bye, guys. Peace. <laughs>